Good morning. Good morning. Today is Tuesday, April 11th. It's currently 42 degrees outside sunny. Supposed to get to a high of 71 today. And uh, the pollen level is high. Humidity 81%. And uh, let's pray. We got a prayer request from Michaela about her uh, friend and her family that her boyfriend's died and just passed away. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, we just lift up Michaela's friend, the family, uh, with the loss of the boyfriend's dad. Lord, Father, we just ask for peace and comfort in that whole situation. Lord, we ask that you would use this to draw uh, them closer to you, Lord, the family closer to you, that they don't know you, that they would come to know you through this, Lord, and they do know you, that they would just draw close, Lord, and get uh, your peace, your comfort, Lord, in this difficult time. Father, we just ask that you would accomplish your will on this earth, that you would do as you see fit, that you would work in and through us. Uh, Lord, your plans, your directions. Forgive us, Lord, as we forgive. Lead us not into temptation. Deliver us from the hand of the evil one, Lord. Provide for our daily needs, Lord. Thank you so much for doing that. And Lord, just be with us right now as we just get into this lesson. Just open our eyes, our hearts to your word this morning and what you have for us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, Christ being formed in us. And we have Galatians chapter 4 and then 2 Corinthians. I mean that the heir, as long as he is a child, is no different from a slave though he is the owner of everything. But he is under the guardians and managers until the date set by his father. In the same way, we also, when we were children, were enslaved to the elementary principles of the world. But when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his son, born of a woman, born unto the law to redeem those who were under the law so that we might receive adoption as sons. And because you are sons, God has sent you sent the spirit of his son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father. So you are no longer a slave, but a son, and if a son, then an heir through God. Formerly, when you did not know God, you were enslaved to those that by nature are not gods. But now that you have come to know God, or rather to be known by God, how can you turn back again to the weak and worthless elementary principles of the world, whose slaves you want to be, whose slaves you want to be once more, you observe days and months and seasons and years. I am afraid I may have labored over you in vain, brothers. I entreat you because as I am, for I also have become as you are. You did me no wrong. You know it was because of a bodily ailment that I preached the gospel to you at first. And through my condition was a trial to you. You did not scorn or despise me, but received me as an angel of God, as Christ Jesus. What then has become of your blessedness? For I testify to you that if possible, you would have gouged out your eyes and given them to me. Have I then become your enemy by telling you the truth? Then make much more of you, but for no good purpose. They want to shut you out so that you may make much of them. It is always good to be made much of for a good purpose, and not only when I am present with you, my little children, for whom I am again in anguish of the childbirth until Christ is formed in you. I wish I could be present with you now and change my tone, for I am perplexed about you. 
Tell me, you who desire to be under the law, do you not listen to the law? For it is written that Abraham had two sons, one by a slave woman and one by a free woman. And by the son of the slave was born according to the flesh, while the son of the free woman was born through promise. Now, this may be interpreted allegorically. These women are two covenants. One is from Mount Sinai, bearing children for slavery. She is Hagar. Now, Hagar is Mount Sinai in Arabia. She corresponds to the present Jerusalem, for she is in slavery with her children. But the Jerusalem above is free, and she is our mother. For it is written, Rejoice, O barren one who does not bear. Break forth and cry aloud, you who are not in labor. For the children of the desolate one will be more than those of the one who has a husband. Now you, brothers, like Isaac, are children of promise. But just as that time, he who was born according to the flesh persecuted him who was born according to the Spirit, so also it is now. But what does the Scripture say? Cast out the slave woman and her son, for the son of the slave woman shall not inherit with what the son of the free woman. So, brothers, we are not children of the slave, but of the free woman. And then 2 Corinthians 13. This is the third time I'm coming to you. Every charge must be established by the evidence of two or three witnesses. I warn those who sinned before all the others, and I warn them now while absent, as I did when present on my second visit, that if I come again, I will not spare them. Since you seek proof that Christ is speaking in me, he is not weak in dealing with you, but is powerful among you. For he was crucified in weakness, but lives by the power of God, for we also are weak in him. But in dealing with you, we will live with him in the power of God. Examine yourselves to see whether you are in the faith. Test yourselves, or you do not realize this is about yourselves, that Jesus Christ is in you, unless indeed you fail to meet the test." I hope you will find out that we have not failed the test, but we pray to God that you may be not that you may not do wrong, not that we may appear to have met the test, but that you may do what is right, though we may seem to have failed. For we cannot do anything against the truth, but only for the truth. For we are glad when we are weak and you are strong. Your restoration is what we pray for. For this reason I write these things. While I'm away from you, that when I come, I may not have to be sir, I may not have to be severe in my use of authority that the Lord has given me for building up and not for tearing down. Finally, brothers, rejoice, aim for restoration, comfort one another, agree with one another, live in peace, and the God of love and peace will be with you. Greet one another with a holy kiss, and all the saints greet you. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Christ being formed in us. My little children, for whom I labor in birth again, the Christ is formed in you. Do you not know yourselves that Jesus Christ is in you? Galatians 4.19 and 2 Corinthians 3.5 When we take the truth of the gospel to others, that they may be born again, we often enter into spiritual birth pains on their behalf. They are wrestling over issues and questions, and we are agonizing with them that they might embrace the truth that they need to become a child of God 
by faith. For you are all sons of God through faith in Christ Jesus. Galatians 3.26 When the Apostle Paul took the gospel into the region of Galatia, he labored in in this manner on behalf of those who would become believers in Jesus Christ. Later, he is writing them, telling them that once again, he was in spiritual labor for them. My little children, for whom I labor in birth again. This subsequent agonizing was not concerning their initial salvation. They had already been born again through faith in the Lord Jesus. Now he was laboring until Christ is formed in you. It is the will of our Heavenly Father that we invite His Son into our lives. As many as, have, as many as received Him, to them He gave the right to become children of God. John 1.12 Furthermore, it is His will that we allow the life of His Son to be expressed in and through our lives. As we face day to day, we become engaged with issues, opportunities, challenges, responses, ideas, relationships, values, priorities, etc. The Lord Jesus Christ died for us in order to live with us through all these aspects of living. For God did not appoint us to wrath, but to obtain salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us that we should live together with him. 1 Thessalonians 5, 9. In every situation of life, The Lord Jesus is with us, dwelling with us, wanting to express his life through us. Although this great reality is described in many places throughout the word of God, many of God's people seem not to know it. Do you not know yourselves that Jesus Christ is in you? Either they have not heard it or they have forgotten it. What a great privilege it is to share these grand truths with others. The process will not be without difficulties. To this end, I also labor, striving, agonizing, according to his working, which works in me mightily. Colossians 1.29 Though we may experience spiritual birth pains for others, God will see us through as he touches their lives. Lord Jesus, my indwelling Savior, please express your life in and through me. May there be no area of my life that is just me doing my best or me fulfilling my will. Also, Lord, be my strength, enabling me to share these great realities with others. In your mighty name, amen. Amen, amen. May the Lord bless you today.